It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we watched this, well, technically we watched a while ago, but we're doing a double feature this week. So it's going to be a lot more movie, less news. There's a little bit of news. Some news came out on Comic-Con. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then next week we'll have more news and stuff and whatnot. Um, in fact, actually next week we'll be able to talk about the new It trailer because uh, that drops tomorrow. So if you guys are listening to this on Thursday... Uh, hopefully we'll be posting that on our Facebook page as well as soon as it becomes available. <clears throat> cool. But yes, of course, you can find us on 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. Also, don't forget to go to Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. Now, with all that out of the way, and of course... You can find us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com backslash another Horrorcast. Go to at Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to email us, uh, you can go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com, which, have you checked our email? I have not recently. I will check it now. Okay, because we have an email. Sweet. Um, so actually, this is, I think this is from, this is from someone that we work with, correct? Yeah, it is. So we did receive an email from someone that we work with. We're not going to mention names, just, you know, to be safe, but, um. Or you could have just said one of the many listeners of the show and not have to say that people from, people from work are giving us pity emails. (laughs) I don't think it's really pity emails. Um. What they could give us is some likes on the Facebook page, or if they don't have a Facebook page, maybe they just want to come on the show because they're apparently local. That is true. Uh, I can't get to forecast right. emails on this. Hang on. Anyways, well, while I'm figuring this out. <laughs> uh, no, you don't have to figure out anything. Give me a sec. This is great podcasting, people. This is my fault. All right, I forward it to your actual email address. Oh, that works. So. Cool. So I figure you're going to be reading emails because I am horrible at reading. Um, All right, so. But we don't have to do that right now. And now if we actually start getting more of these emails, I will have to develop a jingle uh, or a sound drop for these things. But before we dive into the show, oh, yeah, so speaking of which, we watched The Conjuring and the Conjuring 2. We did a double feature. Those are actually on HBO Go right now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have that app, go ahead and check those movies out. Uh, you already saw The Conjuring yes. uh, beforehand. I've never seen it, so i got to watch that and The Conjuring 2 right after it. So it's kind of like a double back-to-back, which was really, really good. But, of course, uh, if you haven't seen those movies, we talk about these at the end of the show. But before we actually did, we're actually going to have a huge spoiler alert right before we do it. But uh, even bigger news after we're done with the news <clears throat> and stuff of this week, Anna is actually going to give you guys a little bit of a history of the Warrens because I didn't really know too much about them except what uh, the Conjuring Conjuring and Conjuring 2 kind of gives you and also the stories that Anna, uh, Anna has already told me uh, about the Warrens and their museum and all these different kind of facts of that. So we're going to give you a little brief history of that and then dive into the Conjuring and then Anna can actually, before we give um, the... Uh, the reviews, like what we're going to give it. And I could give you a side-by-side of like maybe certain scenes, if you can remember that stand out and be like, yes, this did happen or no, this didn't happen kind of thing if you want uh, with a few of the things that stand out to you if you like. So, but, but yes, of course, uh, you know, uh, the, we don't have anything yet, but they have released a itch teaser was released today and it just, you got to hear uh, Pennywise's laugh. Ooh. And then this done the next the new trailer drops uh, tomorrow uh, or today if you're listening to uh, this podcast. But before we dive into all of our stuff and everything like that, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, last week I just did a short solo episode, uh, just giving uh, a little kind of respect to uh, George Romero, um, the guy who created pretty much the zombie genre that we have today. Yeah, you really um, did. So, uh, but yeah. So before we do all that kind of stuff, Anna, how you been? And what's Good. new? <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the last time we did a podcast because it's been a weird. I think July it was just been a really bizarre. I, I month. think it was Crimson Peak. Yes, was the last one we were both on, and then we I did the little like pretty much a bunch of people fucking died that week, so I decided to just do an entire episode of just talking about that. Yeah, um, three people died because it was four the walk- people died. Okay, so it was the Walking Dead stuntman, it w- stuntman it George was Romero, George Romero. Uh-huh. Uh, the guy who played Lafayette on True Blood. That's right. And then it was, um, oh shit. I always forget. Every time I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. And then I forget his name again. And I feel really bad. And I feel like I'm being disrespectful. Don. Oh well. Corleone? I don't know. No, uh, <laughs> you know what? I paid my respects, so I'm good. I already yeah, did an entire true. episode of that. So you're the failure in this one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, great on Hollywood Babylon. They did a little tribute to, uh, to him as well, and they actually played a little uh, spot from his uh, his role as Bell Lugosi in uh, Ed Wood. Oh. So, uh, where it was actually a Tim Burton film, Johnny Depp and, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but anyways, okay, so yeah, so that was probably the last episode we did together, and then there was just that small episode, and then now. Um, so, I don't really... apologize for everybody who does we listen to us when we do drop a new episode every week that you have to always get the overcap of everything <laughs> that happened. Uh, for new listeners, this is kind of fun. It's kind of almost like last time on B Horrorcast. Yeah. So, uh, but thank previously you guys for, yeah, B-Horrorcast. yeah, previously on B Horrorcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, yeah, so that was it. But I know your, your mom had a birthday, your brother had a birthday. Um, uh, and that was about it. Okay. I really did not do much. Um, I know you went to Vegas. Yes, I went to Vegas. And um, uh, during that weekend, I did absolutely nothing. So let's hear about your weekend trip. Well, uh, I won't. I fun. won't talk too much about Vegas um, because if you want to listen to the full story of Vegas, because you get both Pat and I on it, go listen to the late newest Life Is Shit. I believe I called it Slip and Slide in the Monte Carlo. Yes. With a uh, perfect title for that. So, um, little teaser. Uh, let's just say we flooded. 
something. So I'm going to leave it there. So if you guys want to know the story, go ahead and check out the uh, podcast Life is you Shit. You pulled a Noah's Ark. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, Vegas was fun. Vegas was good. Uh, don't party with uh, foreigners. And what I mean with that is uh, the, sec- the first night we were there, we met uh, two women from Dublin. Yeah. Um, they were very nice. Uh, they were there for, this is the thing that baffled us. They were there for eight fucking days. Like they just got there maybe Thursday or Friday and they were fucking just like, oh, we're going to be here for eight days. And now Pat and I raged for two days and we were there for kind of like four days. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, I give mad respect to Europeans because they can drink like no other, like it's fucking ridiculous. And then the second night we, we, so I thought that was crazy. Like these, these people. Then we meet this uh, Swedish man the other night, uh, the next night, and he, we're like, oh, so how long are you here? He's like, oh, just for the night. And we're like, oh, you li- like, how long have you been here? He's like, oh, no, I just flew in for the night. <laughs> he literally lives in Los Angeles, and uh, he, 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 mo- he moved out here probably about six months ago, and he's working, I, he didn't tell us where he worked or whatnot, but he was just saying, like, his job, you know, transferred him out here from Switzerland to here. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, I think my plane's, like, at 6, so I got to get to the airport by 4 or 5. And then he was like, oh, yeah, and then when I get back, I am just I can just rent a car and drive. And we're like, no, they're not going to let you rent a car because you're going to still be fucking drunk. <laughs> so, like, where I – I think we left him about 2 a.m., and I don't know where his, his journey ended. So uh, we'll <laughs> we'll find out if uh, – because Patrick, apparently, him and Patrick are now friends on Facebook. Oh. And Patrick was like, oh, yeah, totally come out to Arizona and whatnot. So we'll see if that if that does happen, we will get him on the show. Yeah. And, and also, I think you're going to have to take off like the next two days after he comes out, because I'm sure he's going to be get you guys going to. Get oh, you guys he's he's going to he's going to rage. He raged. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but Vegas was fun. That was Patrick's uh, kind of like early birthday present to me. Um uh, so that was fun. Yeah, my birthday is going to be on Sunday. Um, I think I'm doing a long box cast episode this weekend. So I have a so yeah. So if you tomorrow we release a, a pre-recorded uh, life uh, uh, socially awkward. Uh, Matthew's going to be out of town, so we did a birthday episode for him and I. Uh, really not much of a birthday talk though, but it was just good stuff. So yeah, it's birthday week, I guess. Um, oh, then uh, some shit happened with my car. Yeah. Uh, basically, I someone decided. Uh, someone not say someone decided to. Someone was nice enough to. Uh, I was like, that was the wrong word I was trying to use. <laughs> so someone was nice enough to contact me uh, while I was at work, uh, like right after like lunch or whatnot. They're like, hey, could you go outside? Your I think your car lights are on. And I'm like, all right. So I go out there and I can see my brake lights are on. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And then I'm going online. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm like, I don't want my battery to die kind of thing because I'm like, this has already been on for like four hours now, maybe five Yeah. Uh, at this point since I got to work at like 6.30. So I'm just like, okay, find out that a piece called like a brake switch or whatever they call them because it was a different wording even on the package or whatnot. But I'm calling it a brake switch because that's what everyone else called it online um speaking of which youtube is fucking great i will say that they were so yeah, many tutorial is. videos to do stuff and then even found the schematics i needed to oh, nice. uh, do what i needed to do with the uh pulling out the circuit that i need to pull out so basically yeah so basically this thing called the brake switch broke and they're known to happen in hondas and apparently a bunch of other cars as well oh. and it's this little thing that goes like right underneath your steering wheel. And it looks like a little rubber stopper. It's a rubber stopper, but it, it hooks into, there's a little hole, like kind of knob thing that it gets pushed into uh, on your brakes. And then basically what happens is there's a light 
that it hit that it holds down and when you hit that brake it releases the light so that's why your how your brake lights work and stuff like that so I was okay. like okay so this thing broke so this thing was immediately just on, on top of it so it was just on so it's like okay um uh, so I was like, all right, so I found a circuit cause I couldn't fix it at work. So I pulled out this circuit. It basically took, you know, it was like, it was like horn and brake lights. So those were off. And then I drove back. I had to order the piece from AutoZone, got that today, actually installed it. So everything looks good now. So I guess we'll find out tomorrow when I, um, start my car up and I think it should be fine. But um, on the bright side, only $8. Yeah. Only eight, do, an $8 repair. And I mean, $8 and yeah, it was and a do it yourself repair. And, and do it yourself repair. So, uh, I might be ordering like another one and just keep it in the car. So in case something like this happens again, uh, because it is such an easy fix. Yeah. So it's not like I need a shit ton of tools and stuff like that, but I just figured like, you know, just have some spare ones. Now that I think about it, it's probably a pretty common uh, problem in Arizona simply because the air is so dry, it probably dries out the rubber. It could, but the thing I will have to say, oh yeah, it definitely dries out the rubber because the one that broke was like rock fucking hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not only that, but I have to say, I've never even heard about this until this week. So that means unless they've replaced that thing anytime I've took it into the shop and stuff, which I don't know if they do that, if they actually check that thing or whatnot. But if not, then that thing's been in my that that's that's the original one since I bought the car in 2005. So that's like 12 years old. Yeah, it's like 12 fucking years old, and then it finally broke. So if it's a 12 year plan, I'm I'm fine with that. But yeah, yeah so that's okay. basically that. So yeah, this week's been just kind of nonstop and a little rough for. Uh, "Quote unquote birthday week," as thirty-year-old uh, women will say. Um, <laughs> but anyways. But yeah, I know I just offended like eighteen thousand listeners. We don't even have eighteen. Then I don't members. have to worry. We barely have eighteen. Um, well, the listeners should know that I'm I'm sorry, but I care very. I don't care about their opinions yeah, that much. That's true. So. Well, I mean, it's not like they gave us their opinion anyways, except for one person. Which I think you probably just bribed at work now that I think about it. You're like, I'll get you all the Doctor Who's. A little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I will buy you all the Doctor Who seasons. Just listen to my podcast, please. Please. Um, oh but no, God. we're actually getting a couple of people listening um, on the podcast. So I don't even know because I don't get any feedback. So you at least got to talk to the your, their coworkers of ours. You get to talk to these people and they probably actually give you positive feedback. But... Yeah, and she actually just emailed me randomly at work and was like, oh, by the way, this, this, and this. And I was like, uh, okay. So... And she goes, oh, I was just responding to something you're talking about on the podcast. I was like, cool. I don't remember what I was talking about, but awesome. I'm glad that you are like actually like reacting to the show because I kind of do the same thing. Whenever I'm listening to stuff, I'm like, oh, man. So it's really nice that you're that these people are or this person specifically is paying attention enough that she can actually like react and kind of have this inner monologue with yeah. us. So no, it's thank cool. You for that. No, I appreciate I, I appreciate, awesome. I appreciate any of the listens we get. I'm just curious because I don't any, hear any. I haven't heard any. Okay, so basically I've been doing one show for about four years now. Barely heard any feedback on that one. And you know what? I just fucking rocked my world now that I think I, I haven't said it yet. And I totally slipped my mind already. And now I just remembered it. Uh, so speaking of the two women in Ireland uh, that we met in Vegas and I did pass out cards. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, because I was like, because they worked for a certain company. I was all like, oh, yeah, here's my business card and everything that gives some stuff a lot because we were talking about horror movies. And I was trying to figure out what they were like, which was the most recent one you watched or what was this? And we're going through things and stuff like that. And then it just triggered me with, uh, 
I forgot. So Socially Awkward, or the first incarnation of our show, which I believe did transfer over to the Socially Awkward when we, uh, you know, the shit happened with the one stuff we moved over to, uh, the network that we know and love today. Um, our show used to play in Ireland. Oh. We had someone contact us when we were on an old radio station kind of thing, old internet radio station. They contact us and we're like, yeah, you want to play the reruns or like, you know, this, you know, I guess we were syndicate, syndicated at that point. I don't even know how it worked, but they were playing basically episodes that already aired, but they were just playing them on live on in Ireland and stuff. So I guess, I don't know if they had what their law is over there, if they can cuss on the air or not, or they just really went through our shows and bleep stuff it's that we said. Ireland. I think they really don't, but I shit. totally forgot about that. Cause I, I remember bringing it up to Eric, um, bringing it up to Eric at one point. I was like, yeah, didn't we used to like have a show like play in Ireland? He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't even think that like places around anymore or whatnot, <laughs> but I, it totally slipped my probably mind because of you guys probably, but it totally slipped my mind. I meant I could have told them that I'm like, actually your show played in Ireland. Oh man. So they could have, might've even heard, they could have even heard, uh, that would have been at one point, cool. but I totally forgot about that. So yeah, yeah, I totally forgot because we were trying to sell the podcast one time. Be like, we're international, baby. <laughs> and now that I think about it, yeah, that was actually kind of cool. We did have, uh, we did have a little bit of, little bit of cred. So that we was were, really cool. I totally forgot about that. I should have mentioned that to the, to the the the, the ladies. Um, but <laughs> well yeah, darn. yeah, damn. damn. But I'm just you happy that some I, international pussy. I yes, I could have. God, I. Really wanted to. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um. Oh, you no. These women. <laughs> so bad. But I did not. So. Um. Shit. What was I trying to remember? Ireland pussy. Yeah. So we were big in Ireland. Um. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Vegas was fun and everything like that. But anyways, yeah. So. Uh. Where the fuck were we in this shit? Oh, we're talking about listeners and listening and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so we did have an email, so we will read that probably toward, at the end of the show, I think. Okay. Will be a good way to uh, wrap this up. Right now, I'm just doing filler because I'm looking at the. I was like, oh my God, we've been. It seems like we've been talking for hours and it's not even that long. So, I'm, oh, I'm a little I'm worried. Sorry, I'm such a bore to you. Just kidding. Well, um, well I mean, we, hey, still, he, we got a lot of. Uh, and I had to be fair, and I really wish I we weren't doing a movie this week because now I want to use this as the title, but Anna, you're no Irish pussy, so. Aww. <laughs> that makes me sad. But I just wanted to call the episode now Irish pussy. Um, but now, so we do, well, we have a lot of content to cover with the movies at least. So uh, oh yeah, no, wanna... that's why, that's why I figured. So I was going to just hit, we just have a few stories and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so a little bit of movie news, but we do have some eerie news of the week, which is surprising. It's not really super eerie word, uh, news, but I just, I, it, it's just, it's just weird. It's okay. just creepy stuff. So, without further ado, kiddos. I don't even think kids kids should not be listening to this. <laughs> no. I will say that much. But it's time for our eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. All right. So, I, I think we covered this story a while ago. Maybe like over a year ago. I mean, we've been doing this for almost two years now. Um, so I think over a year ago. But so that horrifying clown motel. Oh, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. It's now up for sale. Really? So granted, I'm pretty sure, guaranteed, didn't really probably wasn't didn't do well. I guess it didn't do well. But who? Yeah, like considering you, the fact that everyone is afraid of clowns. I mean, other than that. Oh my god! It, oh shit! I was just there. 
Uh-huh. It's in Nevada. What? I'm telling. Oh damn it! I would have been like Pat. No, we're not staying at the Monte Carlo. We're going we're to the fucking, the fucking fucking clown, clown museum. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been Ooh. fucking great. And then at night I could happen. just at night I could just been like, <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> Do your little clown giggle. <laughs> I'm gonna slice your face off. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like crushing the cloud. Smoker. <laughs> I was gonna crush in the cloud because he's always smoking. Oh, yeah. Um. Hey, hey, kids. Okay. Smoker um, cloud. But yeah, so um, I'm very, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure whoever buys it mm-hmm. is just gonna, you know, re either demolish the entire thing and build something else, or just entirely re, re- gut the whole thing and make it like a different hotel altogether. Um, polka dots for the. But I'm very curious wallpaper. if it's like a guy who's really into clowns and just fucking bought it. And he's like, I'm gonna turn this shit around, and it just stays there. I would laugh so hard if that happened. He's, I have a feeling that somebody who hates clowns is gonna buy it though, just because they don't want it on the market anymore. They're like, fuck this shit. Yeah, possibly. Um. But yeah, yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, this is it's in a it's in a small mining town of uh, Tonopia, I believe. Uh. I could be completely wrong, but uh, between Las Vegas and Reno. Uh, oh shit! Okay. But yeah, so uh, very, very interesting. So I just thought, yeah, that's some. That's like pretty much only the eerie news that I saw this week. So the other stuff that came out, of course, also at Phoenix, uh, not Phoenix Comic Con, but uh, San Diego Comic Con. A trailer came out, and we talked about this movie a little bit while ago with uh, Zach Efron. But it looks like the movie is called My Friend Dahmer. Uh, the trailer came out. Um, Showing a little bit of it. It shows the uh, picture of him. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, uh, it, it, it does not look like him. Okay, one second. Let me. That's so why I'm double checking if. Um. Oh, unless this is like a different film. Well, cause wait, is that Zach? No, it's not. It's a okay. different. It's a different film. Yeah, it's a uh, Ross uh, Lynch, uh, Alex Wolf, uh, Dallas Roberts, and Annie Hetchin. Uh, a film by Mark Mark Myers, uh, based on the graphic novel by Durf. Okay, so this is looks like uh, probably a different film. So I think the Dahmer movie is going to be, um, you know, with Zac Efron, but I think this is less like completely. So this is supposed to be Jeffrey Dahmer murdered 17 men and boys in the Midwest uh, United States between 1987 and 1991 before being captured. Uh, Mercy Man's My Friend Dahmer, which looks fantastic, by the way is not only a true story of uh, Dahmer, Dahmer's in high school based off of the the, the novel in 2012, graphic novel. Well, but wait, a, his name is Durf Backdurf? Yeah. Wow. Okay, sorry. But Durf a Durf. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, so this is a completely different film, but yeah, it does look pretty interesting. And so, okay, that's what I thought. I like saw the picture, I'm like, Oh my god, that's not Zac Afron, is it? The fucking makeup's fantastic. So yeah. this shows how dumb Steve is. So well, I thought it was him too, so don't feel dumb. I have to now. But yeah, he did. Actually, I feel like this guy is less attractive than Jeffrey Dahmer was. So I mean, I don't yeah. know. I didn't really follow Jeffrey Dahmer, so. Well, I mean, I've seen pictures of him, and he's more attractive than that. And then this was uh, this was interesting news and stuff like that. It's not really. That's what I'm trying to figure out. They always keep putting things in horror movie, uh, horror news, and I'm like, I don't think it's really horror, but I will talk about it because it's kind of cool and sci-fi-ish. Yeah. Um, but it's like uh, there was another one that happened this week that they threw into the horror movie news. I'm like, this isn't horror though, like kind of thing. Yeah. See, that's what Jeffrey Dahmer looks like. 
Okay. He's like actually pretty decent looking. Yeah, he's a decent looking guy. Yeah, and the other dude just looks penis like was really boring. Uh, but anyway, so James Cameron, we all know him. Oh, so yeah. the, this is my, once I heard the news, I was like, awesome. But then I'm like, okay, I know what he's doing. So, and people can either agree with me or be like, Steve, you're fucking weird. Uh, but James Cameron plans to uh, uh, reinvent uh, the Terminators with a new trilogy. Okay. So he's gonna be. He got the he got the rights back. I think this year, and then okay. he already said that he was gonna do another Terminator and try to reboot the franchise. So it sounds like he's gonna do three new Terminator movies. So I'm like, awesome, cool, and great. But then I'm like, you know what's so funny about that? Everyone's been sitting here waiting for the second Avatar, and you literally just got this back, and now you're like, oh, I'm gonna do three films with this. It's like you have no idea what you want to do with Avatar, <laughs> and you did not think there was gonna be a sequel involved. So you're like, fuck. So you're trying to do everything in your power. To be like, oh yeah, no, it's we're working on it, we're doing, but it's like I got this, I got Terminator now, I got. I guarantee he's gonna pick up fucking weird franchises just so he doesn't have <laughs> to do fucking Avatar. I think because he's like, he's like, I have no idea how I can top this one. He's probably like, I have no idea where to go from here. He's like, I feel like if I told everybody I dreamt this when I was like thirteen, like if it bombed, like everyone would be like, oh well, thirteen-year-old people don't know shit. But literally, I came up with this a week ago. I didn't even know fucking blue cats were gonna work. That was like the number one fucking movie in America. <laughs> Cats. And shit like that. Like I didn't see this fucking coming. Now they're like, oh, we want sequels. We want a trailer. Fuck that. What's what 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 do I have to work on? I have nothing to fucking work on. I can barely keep going to the water so much because they're like you're using all the resources and shit. It's like I can't just go swimming. And they're like, hey, uh, James, uh, there's a phone call for you. Oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, uh, in about like a week, uh, the Terminator. Yeah, that that's all gonna be yours again. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those blue cats. Yeah, so I'm going to do a trilogy of the Terminator. I'm really going to bring him back to his roots and everything. And in his head, he's just like, I have no idea what to do with those fucking blue cats. You know what? I honestly believe that whenever he went into the room to pitch Avatar, they were like, so what's this about? Uh, it's blue cats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they live on a planet called... Pandora. No, no. And see, it didn't work like that. No, no, no. He goes. Pocahontas he's he's, he's all like. He's like. Um. Well, it's a. It's a movie, you know, like in space. And then he looks over and he sees like a blue mug, and he's like, and it's filled with these blue aliens. They they resemble kind of like um um. And then like a cat runs by the window. He's like cats. <laughs> and they're on this planet called. And the guy's like, oh man, my my Pandora isn't acting up. Pandora. Like, oh, yeah. Pandora. Yeah. So I think he just I, I think he just fucking did stuff from. Um, Oh, oh, Usual Suspects. Yeah, he, uh, Kaiser Sose and everything. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I, like, I'm I'm fine with him getting the Terminator stuff back and hopefully bringing us some kick-ass shit with that. That's cool. Hopefully. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's just, that's just my theory. But yeah, that was really pretty much all that kind of came out uh, this week. Uh, a couple other news stories that I will touch upon next week. Like, we'll definitely talk about the new It trailer uh, that dropped today and all that good stuff. So, without further ado... We are going to dive into the uh, the two movies, The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. And before we do that, we're going to do a little bit of this. So spoilers, if you're still listening. So we're going to give you a little brief history, or Anna's going to give you a little brief history. I'll probably ask questions of the Warrens and everything that they're a little bit about to get you an idea before you kind of come into this movie review. Now, if you already know who the Warrens are, hopefully this is a nice little like, oh, yeah, oh, that's totally what it is. Um, if it's new to you and everything that, great. Um and we'll go from there. So, uh, and after Anna's done with that, we'll go say spoilers, 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 and we'll be just diving into our two movie reviews, and then we'll uh, wrap up with the listeners' uh, email. So, Anna, without further ado. All right. Yes. So, um, 
actually it's it's a little frustrating because it's kind of hard to find like information on the warrens that isn't extremely biased one way or the okay. other right, i can't I even that. find de- i can't even find like the wedding date for them so i have no idea when they got married but i mm. do know that um let's see ed was born in i thought i knew it oh uh uh ed was born september 7th of 1926 and lorraine was born january 31st of 1927 okay um so they actually were really only a few months apart but anyways um well like the great uh tommy was says love is blind <laughs> so uh anyways but uh so apparently Ed Warren, I have no idea how they got into the supernatural, but I do know that Ed Warren was a demonologist um, and actually one of the few um, exorcists, or actually I want to say one of the only exorcists uh, like certified to perform an exorcism outside of, like who was not a priest, like a Catholic priest. Um, he passed away in 2006. Lorraine is still alive, and she actually runs a, I think it's just called the Occult Museum, um, and they're based in New England. Okay. Um, yeah, New England. But it's actually, it's a really interesting story because they have, according to them, they've had over a thousand um, cases that they've investigated, and some of them were really high profile, such as the Amityville one. Um, there was the haunting in... Um, I can't remember where... Man, I really suck at this. I just blanked on <laughs> where um, the first Conjuring was located. Uh, well, the second one is in England. Yeah. So the first one, I'm trying to remember. So where did they live? Because they literally drove out to... Uh, they were they were based and are still based in New England. Okay, so they're in New England. So I'm trying to think what's around... Um, for some sort of Pennsylvania? I think you're right. But I could be wrong. Uh, the Conjuring, let's see... Uh, it's the parents, and the parents live in. Sorry, this is great pod- podcasting right now. Oh, you're good. But anyways, yeah. So, which I, I will touch upon this a little bit while you're uh, trying to find your stiff. Um, so, which really blew me away with the Conjuring, the Conjuring Two, the movies, is the fact that they're rated R. And it's so weird to say that because, like, there wasn't really, like, there was cussing, but not, like, too much cussing. Like, you know, cussing for, like, the proper... like, startled cussing. Yeah, you know, for the, you know, uh, it's like, yeah, that's a good reaction to have to this. Um, Wasn't really gory, not much blood or anything like that. And then, like, you and Matthew, because Matthew also watched it. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. How did I not know that? Family guy. Now, 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 now. What the hell? Yeah, it was located in Harrisville, Rhode Island. All right. But I was just going to say, like, it was more like you guys said for the psychological, like, kind of aspect yeah, to it. I, I Yeah, I know we touched upon this briefly whenever we talked about it before, but I kind of feel like with uh, the Conjuring situation, at least, it seems like they were more focused on how it would be damaging to somebody who was 13 years of age or younger, like, psychologically, so they probably just wanted to keep people from... Just be like, okay, this is a horror movie, and you're bringing your child to it, so it's on you at this point. All right, so anyways, um, back to the Warrens. So, um, okay, so Rhode Island is where they're they're from, uh, where the the first uh, parent or the, family, the, the parent family. T- so, anyways, yeah. So, um, hey, some more of the Warrens. 
Um, so basically the Warrens, they have, it seems like they've taken items from almost every, uh, case that they've investigated. Um, I found a lot of very interesting titles for things, but I wasn't able to really find much on the internet regarding what's actually in their, um, museum because it seems like a lot of the people who've actually visited there haven't really written much about what um, the background is for this stuff. But I did find one where it was talking about, I think it was a called a, a, either a nightmare doll or a dream doll. And it was basically a uh, African voodoo doll. Wait, no, there was the African voodoo doll, and then there was the dream doll that invades your night, or invades your dreams and kind of like can, like, see into your mind or whatnot. But the one thing that I was able to find information on um, was the, it was called, let's go back up to the top, the conjuring mirror. Um, and basically what happened with the conjuring mirror is there was this guy who owned this mirror and used, started using it for witchcraft. Uh, and this guy named Steven Zellner, um, and he used it to practice speculum otherwise known as mirror magic. So he would use this mirror um, as kind of like a point of concentration. Hey, okay, this is this is this is where superheroes come from. Like literally the guys like they're like, oh, I'm gonna use mirror magic. I'm like, what are you, mirror master from fucking the flash now or whatnot? Or Doctor Strange with mirrors yeah. instead of portals. Anyways. I, uh, no, I'm going with <laughs> the correct answer, Mirror Master from The Flash. Come on. I've haven't read the Flash comics. Um podcast over this isn't even a comic book co podcast doesn't it's matter. a horror podcast anyways yeah it's going horribly wrong right now oh shut up <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. anyways <laughs> so ignoring the peanut gallery uh this guy what? wait Steven okay Zellner. let's back this up peanut gallery where did that even come from uh, it came from... Like, the only talking nut that I know of is, like, Mr. Peanut, and he's, like, elegant. So. Howdy Doody time, that's what it's from. Howdy Doody? Yeah. Fuck that puppet. Anyways, at least that's what my dad told me whenever I asked him where the peanut gallery thing came from, but... See, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna take that phrase and just be like, enough from the penis gallery. Damn. Um, Which is also a it's very... It's got porno in here. Well, there's a, there's bow, the, por there's bow, the porno... Bow. Version, but then it's also a very good art museum in France. Or on Dildo Island. Well, w technically what they call it in France is the uh, Wee Wee Museum. Ah, <laughs> funny. Um, <All> right. <laughs> anyways. I'm good. All right. As you can tell, Steve is centered. So. <laughs> Come on, Wee, Wee Wee Gallery. That was fucking good. That's a joke you can tell your mother. Excuse me. That's what I have to say to that one. Anyways, um, so this guy, Steven Zellner, started practicing uh, by concentrating his attention on this mirror. Um, the more he opened up his free will to the experience, the more control he gained, and consequently, the more he could see in this mirror. So he started using the mirror to um, send... Uh, he would select a, vi a victim whose image would come up in the mirror... And then the individual would be seen in some actual future situation. Then uh, Stephen would send some misfortune to fall, like, fall upon that person. So mm. he basically, essentially what they're saying in this story is he would use spirits to yeah. fuck with these people. Okay. Um, but after a certain period of time, things started. He's, I don't know what happened. Something went wrong with one of his spells or one of his 
like trying to send stuff after these people and they started coming after him instead. Mm. So then he freaked out and contacted the Catholic Church. Oh, nice. So then the Catholic Church sent Ed and Lorraine Warren and Ed Warren ended up, uh, I think he performed an exorcism. Uh, let's see. One second. He contacted prominent Catholic official, and he begged. He okay, so he asked for a demonologist. Okay. Um, and then the priest contacted Ed Warren and asked him if he would, um, come out and see what was going on. So, so essentially, what Ed decided to do was try and reverse the ritual that Stephen had performed to get these powers in the first place. Uh. Um. Yeah, it committed the the uh let's see. Yeah, it committed the demonic to perform the evil on itself or else cease the oppression altogether. So after um Ed Warren performed all this, he ended up taking the mirror just as you know, as a precaution. As to a say. precaution, okay. Um and actually the interesting thing about this one is it's actually I've heard weird things about the Annabelle doll causing this as well. Mm. But whenever they were driving um, they hit a pothole and the, a brand new tire just like completely burst mm. and like shredded and they had to replace it. And then while they were driving, there was a weird truck that kept pulling in front of them and like spilling a bunch of like goo on the, the windshield. And as mm. soon as Ed got rid of the win- the stuff on the windshield and the truck would be gone, but then it would appear later and it had no label on it or anything ah. like that. Like it was a farming truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was another later on, like while they were still driving with the mirror in the car. Then they were uh, they were driving past and he saw a car coming up behind them without its headlights off mm-hmm. and he got off on the off the road and the car passed and going like ninety miles per hour and it was just like a black car mm. and it then it he went onto a uh, a bridge okay like it was a suspension bridge and he started driving and he saw the tr- the car coming straight for him going like 90 miles per hour and he's going about 40 and there was no way that he could avoid the car so he told Lorraine to pray to St. Michael which I think is a pre the um saint of travel mm-hmm. and right before the car hit them it just vanished hmm. and it's just like that's what is according to the story at least and it's uh they actually have a book called The Demonologist hmm. um it says the extraordinary, it's like the description is the extraordinary career of Ed and Lorraine Warren. So I actually kind of want to get this book and read it and see like what kind of stories they have. Mm. But they actually, um, with the Annabelle doll, I do remember reading a story where the steering kept locking up and the car would like try to accelerate and they had to pull over the car and he like Ed Warren had to talk to the doll multiple times and be like, knock it off. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to like screw with you or anything like that. And finally, like that's why they have, uh, the Annabelle doll in a glass case is so that people can't touch it, and then the like the demon is less to less likely to attach itself to somebody and start fucking with them. Mm. So, anyways, but yeah, that's kind of like a brief overview of one of the things that they have in their museum. Um, yeah. Questions? Uh, well, no, I was just gonna say in like in the movie would like they go into that they have this room in their house at that time. And it's, like, just full of just all these, like, artifacts of demonic possessions and all these different spirits and all this crazy-ass shit. And then, like, my gears start turning, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know what I love to see? And they haven't done it in the comics, or if they have, then I've got to read it or whatnot. 
but I love Hellboy and it deals with all that paranormal stuff. And I was just like, I just want like a, a movie or a comic book or some of that where someone breaks into the Warren's museum, steals all that shit. And then it's like, they have to get it back or whatnot. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh, that'd be just fucking phenomenal. But that'd be really cool. They do have, well, technically it's a shed behind the house now mm-hmm. where they have all their stuff. I don't know if they had a room before and now it's a shed or what the deal is, but they do have the shed like behind uh, Lorraine Warren's house that houses all the like artifacts that they've taken that they say is possessed. Yeah. So I just really want to go. I know they do tours and I really, really want to go and see the stuff that they have. Yeah, I'll have to make a... Make a... Yeah, that's on my list, and Robert the Doll is on my list. But, uh, yeah, so is there any other things you want to uh, mention or whatnot before we start talking about these movies, or? Um, The only other thing that I know, I was under the impression that Bathsheba Sherman, who was mentioned in the first movie, if you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about, but if not, then just don't worry about it, it's not a huge spoiler. But this person, Bathsheba, is mentioned in the movies, and I don't remember reading anything in the book that the one of the parent daughters wrote about their experience in the house in the mm. Rhode Island house. I don't remember reading anything about Bathsheba in the book, and I don't remember seeing anything. Now is Bathsheba what was in the second movie? No, she okay. was in the first movie. Oh, that was the the witch. Yes. Okay. So, um. I am not sure because whenever I read the Wikipedia page the first time and tried to research them the first time, then I didn't really see anything connecting the Warrens with Bathsheba Sherman. And I also saw like a thing that was talking about how um, Bathsheba was not convicted or not tried as a witch and she was not considered a witch and she really had no supernatural link whatsoever whenever she was at least not according and not by anything that we can find in historical records. Um, now it's saying that the Warrens talked about Bathsheba and said that that was who was oppressing the parents, but I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, that's something that I'm going to have to look into more because now I'm getting conflicting points of interest or conflicting points of information. So I want to figure yeah, out no. which one's true. Yeah, that not. happens. Yeah, I totally agree with that one, but that's uh, okay. That's what it's like. Um, yeah, I just know that I just, uh, it's, uh, I only know the things by like I'm like oh that's the witch oh that's that so yeah. uh, I won't be using names when I talk about the witch my and shit. the nun yeah pretty much the witch and the nun but uh, so, what now you just need the witch the nun and like the wardrobe and you're sad <laughs> that's the movie I want James James uh, the lion the James, witch and the nun James Wan get on this all right yeah. I wanna... It's like, no, I'm not, what are you? I love James Bond. He's what are you, great. what are you, fucking high? No, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, Actually, he's yeah. like British, isn't he? Yeah, I think he you're is. Wa- you're watching, you're watching an interview and I saw, and honestly, I'm not going to lie. When they, sh- like, I, okay, James Wan, I expected an Asian man. Yeah. Did see an Asian man. I was like, okay, yeah, but not the Asian man that I saw. Like, I was expecting someone who's Asian but different looking. I don't know why. Oh. It was very weird. And then I was like, so I saw him. And they started talking. He's just like, oh, no, yeah, I'd like to see you. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's like a double-edged motherfucking sword. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm from I'm from Japanese descent and everything. Also, I'm British. Like, <laughs> fucking dude. Like, women are just like, because you know people see him. They, women are like, like, eh. like, no, not even that. Like, you know people see him. 
like out of nowhere. Well, yeah, because you're walking over and be like, "Oh, hey, James Wan, huge fan." Thanks, like, "Oh, I'm so glad." And you'd be like, "I like if not if I never saw that interview and ever ran into him, I'd be like a total ass because it would be, oh." I love your movies. Thank you very much. You know, kind of thing. Be like, oh, I appreciate it. And I would just be like, what the fuck? (laughs) You're British? He's like, I'd be like, one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Just wander away. I'm still here. I don't don't know. (laughs) Why is that a mind fuck? He literally said that. He just told... He just... Oh, I think I just found the title to a movie. Mind fuck. James Wan. That sounds good. All right. Thank you, weird stranger. (laughs) Anyways... That was that was tangent. But anyways, yes, we're gonna we're gonna dive into the conjuring first. Uh give you what we like, what we didn't like, all that kind of stuff, you know, the good stuff. And then we will be uh re- giving it our review and then we'll talk about the conjuring too. So if you are still listening now and you haven't seen these movies, you don't want anything to be spoiled, here you go. Five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Everyone dies. Fuck! <laughs> We watched two completely different movies. <laughs> um, right off the bat, movie starts up, looks like a funnel time. Like, honestly, when they it, the movie started, so Conjuring 2... Actually, no, it started... Um, my, I'm so sorry. The movie starts completely different than what I just was thinking about. I was just literally diving into the, the family that moves into the house, but I realized they have that first... That first thing that's talking about, like, some of the artifacts or something like that, like... Uh, oh, yeah, they have, like, the little... It's, like, a video documentary that someone was doing um, where they're talking about the different artifacts, and yeah. they actually talk about the Annabelle doll. Mm. Um, and that actually is the accurate story, because they do have the stupid movie that they made about the... Or they called Annabelle, even though it wasn't freaking Annabelle, but anyways. Um, uh, but you, they did... You have so much hatred for this thing. I... It's upsetting to me because I feel like the movie Annabelle completely just disregarded everything that actually happened and said, well, this is really cool what yeah, happened, but, but f- we're just going to take it a completely different way and just screw with everyone's minds by but calling But to be Annabelle. fair, in the second movie, they actually start they actually give you the Annabelle like that story of the Conjuring 2. You mean in the first Conjuring? Is it in the first one or is it in the second one? Because I thought the it's second one. It's in the one... first one. Oh, see. Okay, then what was in the first one? The first one or is. Or the second one? The second one is the British kids. No, I know it's the British kids. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the very beginning where it's all like, it talks about one of their kids. Like, they're talking about their one case and they're like, this case still scares the, like, the kind of like. They're talking about the. They're talking about one case and then she goes, but this case still scares the, you know, living hell out of me. But they're talking and it's like the Warrens are sitting down, they're talking to the two girls. Uh, and they're talking about the doll, and they're like, "Oh, oh yeah. they were doing the Amityville one in the second. That one. was it. The second, okay, the Amityville. Yeah. One. Okay. Uh, okay, that does actually. Okay, that's a good, good tie-in then, because how that how that opens when the family's moving into the house. I'm literally like, oh, this is Amityville horror. Yeah. Like I literally, it literally was that way. And the guy gets out of the car, and because this one took place in like the and it was Ryan Reynolds, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, these kids are out of control. <laughs> um, no, it was actually the guy from Office Space. Yeah, which I'm, I did not realize until you mentioned that. I saw him and was like, "Oh fuck, hi man, what's going on? <laughs> you doing? You doing good? You doing? You doing good? You doing good?" <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, so yeah, the first movie starts off with that, where they, that which I thought was really kind of cool. I like that because it was like, "Oh, here's this little bit of a case." And then it was like, but let's dive into what this one's actually about. And you're like, oh, that's kind of like a mind fuck. So then it's like you got a little bit of that Annabelle kind of story. And you're like, oh, shit. And then I totally forgot because Annabelle 
does tie into the first movie again. Yeah. Um, later on in the thing. But yeah, so it starts off with that. So then, then they start talking about this this case. And you see this family move in and stuff like that. And it's, it's kind of like the typical, you know, moving into a new house. And then it's like, oh, we can't afford them. It, what yeah. I always love is like, it's always someone moving into a new house. And then it's always we can't afford it because I don't I'm not getting the work I thought I was getting. Uh, it's always the same. It's like God. Well, yeah, me. the reason why the parents moved in there in the first place is because they were in debt already, and it was just a super cheap house. Um, and that's what I love. So I don't know about you, but every haunted house or any kind of creepy thing that has gone on the market so far within the past couple of years since we've been following this kind of news now and yeah, it's doing super a expensive. It's super fucking expensive. So I'm like, why is all the rundown like creepy places are like super cheap? In, yeah. like, these movies. Yeah, Answer me that, it's... James Wan. Well, you know, we just, we just you know, do what we do. You know? <laughs> we just get, deal with what we're given. We don't really change Yeah, you know. All, yeah. Just feel like, shut up and talk like an Asian yeah, person. Yeah, talk normal. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I Although sound like would be racist right now. Yeah, probably. Well, the British people are probably, like, if he talked with an American accent, they'd be like, this is really weird. Anyways, uh, anyway, yeah, because uh, yeah, you know British people sound like that. Oh my God, this is really weird. Uh, I, so I digress. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, okay, so uh, yeah, they move into this house and everything that the girls are playing this game called like clap clap. It's like it's a Marco a hide Polo. And clap. It's sort of like hide and seek, but you clap instead. Yeah, like yeah. you have like three claps and it's like oh, one. It's by Blind Man's Bluff. Never heard of that. Uh, it's like where the person wears a. Uh, blindfold, blindfold and they have to find the other people that like run and hide oh, yeah, or yeah. kind of like run and stand around in the house or whatnot. But yeah, so the girls are playing that and then all of a sudden they heard like a knock or like a clap and there was no one there and then they like all of a sudden just stumbled upon like there was just this basement boarded up. Oh, it was because the one girl was hiding in the closet and the girl who had the blindfold on like lunged at her sister and she missed and oh, slammed that's into right, the yeah. wall oh, and it knocked out like a couple boards. Okay, okay. We don't need to go <laughs> page by page here. People just want the synopsis and what we liked and what we didn't like. So like right off the bat, like you said, it's like who boards up a basement? Yeah. And then it was just also just like the fact of just like the guys like, oh shit, we get and there's all this crap down here just like and yeah. it's like like honestly I like honestly, I don't know. Like, cause it's like you're you're watching it happen, so you always have that kind of like, don't do the what you do and stuff like that. But I think as soon as that happened, like me, I'd be like, fuck this, get in the car, we're going. Yeah, especially after finding the fucking piano down there, they'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, I am fucking done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then of course, as soon as that Thank happens, you for playing, I am gone. <laughs> so of course, after that happened, it seemed like to have uh, you know, awoken uh said spirits in that household and then shit starts happening yeah so um it starts off with the of oh, the leg pulling yeah uh one girl keeps getting her leg pulled during the night and then finally gets pulled off the bed uh then she's also like staring into the darkness like there's something there you don't see there's somebody in the room kind of thing like all these things it was so like this is what i have to give my my hat off to james Wan, which i totally forgot they also did like you know insidious and um, all that, all those ones and things like that. He has this thing where he knows exactly the timing of like where things. It's all like, okay, you heard a noise, okay, but it's like most movies would do this. You hear a noise, okay, then you hear the noise again, okay, then you hear the noise again, okay. Then they and, go and research. But then, but then, no, no, no. Then when they finally get to where the noise is coming from, it's either it's either two things: no noise at all, or the noise is like on another side of the room. 
or that huge boom. So everyone jumps. Yeah, in the like theater. the jump scare. But yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah. He has this weird timing where like he would do he would do the knock, and you're like, okay. So then when you wait for the next one, but then the next one is the loud one. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like. Like I, so, he hits you once to get you interested. So you're like, okay. And then he hits you like really hard. You're like, oh like, shit, kind of stuff. So. Um, I will point out a very prime example with that in the second movie. Okay. But yeah, he has this thing, but it's like, he has this thing where it's like, he's just filming darkness. It's like a little bit of light and it just goes right into a dark corner of that room and nothing's there. You know what I just realized is so genius about that? Think about it. What's one of the people's biggest fears? Nothing. Fear of the dark. Like everybody is scared of the dark or the unknown or dark water or something like it always has to do with like what you can't see. Yeah. And that's what I'm so saying. So filming what you like filming something and saying there's something there that you can't see is like the creepiest like. But what I what I was getting at instead of like you like it sat there and it lingers for like a good kind of bit like it's not like a quick thing or anything but there's like there's nothing that comes out. There's no movement or anything and then literally it just it just sits there and then it just like ends like like it goes to the next you know scene like next morning or something like that but you're like oh my fucking god instead of like with most movies would do where something would jump out at you now that's what i with what i like with this when they finally show you in the first movie what it is they did such a genius job of that that when it all happens you're like oh shit oh like oh yeah, crap i didn't like... i did not see that coming kind of thing because it was a very fast like thing boom, boom, it, boom, it wasn't boom, like yeah. a it wasn't like you know was, they ran to a room nothing was there they sat there for like a couple of beats and then something lunges at them kind you know of thing. what it is mm. he used the alien method mm. so that's a, the best way that i can describe that's it. a good way to do it but yeah so he does his stuff so like yeah you're looking into darkness then you start finding out a couple of things are going like on like now it's affecting the mother yeah uh like the... Which actually leads into my favorite scene in that movie. Oh. Whenever they're playing... Uh... Sorry, the cat's just like into his new box. <laughs> but whenever they're playing... Like the mother is playing hide and clap with her daughter. Oh, yeah. And then she goes down into the basement and you just hear, you want to play hide and clap? And then someone blows out the match and you're just like, oh, my God! Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. That creeps me out every time because it's like, again, you hear a voice and then the screen goes black. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, fuck. So, like, okay, so, yeah, so all that kind of stuff's going on. And then finally the mother goes to, like, one of these lecture halls that you kind of see throughout a little bit of the movie of the Warrens talking about the stuff they've been through and teaching people and everything like that. And then she's like, I need to talk to you kind of thing. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll go. We'll go check it out. So, um they go ahead and some of that, and then um, it's like, yeah, then they're there, they're checking everything out, and then, you know, and what I like about it is, like, everybody's seeing it. Yeah. It's not one of these things where it's like, they show up, nothing's here, a few weird things happen, but they're like, man, no, I'm not gonna blah, 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 and then it's like, um, you know, like, they leave and everything, that, like, shit will start happening, and they're like, oh, okay, Another thing that you pointed out that I thought was very interesting that I thought they did a good job of, they actually show the Warrens like staying there. Yeah. And, like helping out around the house and like making food, working on the car, like that kind of stuff. Like they're actually like invested in like staying with this family for a bit and helping out as much as they can. Um, yeah. And then there's, uh, oh, that was it. Okay. So big, big fucking, I mean, we're all over the place. But yeah. So they find basically what in the very beginning of the movie, uh, the little one, the littlest girl, she actually finds a music box that's just yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Now, why I bring that up now? Because I was trying to get a feel. So what ends up happening is, uh, 
Lorraine Warren is that okay? So Lorraine Warren, uh, she is you know like a medium. She can see spirits. She can you know go into the unconsciousness and you know kind of astral project project herself. Uh, so uh, the little girl is talking about oh my friend who plays you know hide and clap with me and stuff like that. You have to turn the the box and you can see him in this like the mirror kind box, of thing. Yeah. So she's sitting there, sitting there, and she's waiting, and because she does it with the mother first, and the mother doesn't see anything, and the girl like kind of scares her with the one thing, which is like a good funny comical thing because she does it, and you're kind of like uh, but then she starts laughing, you're like oh okay, you know, and it gives <laughs> you kind of like this sigh of relief, but then shit just goes fucked again. Yeah. Um, he has a great way of doing this weird roller coaster. Where where you're like, oh, things are okay, and shit just went sideways. So then Lorraine starts looking into it, and she can see, boom, there's a little boy in the thing. So already you're yeah. like, okay, there's a boy ghost. And then you start finding out that there's not just that boy ghost. There's a few other people, like other spirits in the house. Because even the guy, uh, the police officer that they bring in with them too as well, uh, he runs into like, I think it's like a like a nurse or something. It was like I a, think it's a maid. It's a maid and she's like, yeah, you did this to me kind of like with like all these stuff. She said, I think she said, look what she did. She made yeah. me do. That's what it is. Yeah, Everyone look, keeps saying, look what she made me, me do. And then, uh, but yeah, so like they're starting to see stuff and things like that. And then I totally forgot. So the Warrens, they have a daughter. And the daughter kind of has the same thing that the mother does. So at one point of it where they find out what's happening, uh, basically there was this witch. Um, Bathsheba Sherman. Uh, uh, say that 20 times fast. <laughs> but apparently she like, you know, killed a bunch of people, her children and stuff like that. Yeah, and... she was a witch and then she uh, killed her ch her child, Professor Love to Satan, and then went outside and hung herself in a tree. Yeah, which is the tree that's right out back in there yard or just like, like right ah, off the lake really? oh yeah and she also cursed anyone who would uh try to take her land yeah that at least that's it. what they said in the movie so. yeah that was it so um yeah so they find out that's what's going on and then like the witch actually takes over the uh, mother mm -hmm. uh living at the house which they did such a great job with that part second uh well other favorite scene of the movie whenever lorraine is taking down the laundry sheet that's yeah that's what i was talking yeah. about yeah and then like she goes to take like the clip off and then you see the sheet blow and you just see like there's nobody standing there but you just see this form standing there watching lorraine mm. and then all of a sudden the sheet releases it hits a window and then it slides up and you just see bathsheba standing in the window in the and you're house. like oh Fuck, yeah, like, so she goes running in because Bastille takes over the mother, and then basically you find out what happened is that's what her spirit does, and then she ends up drowning the children and then would kill the mother. Uh, you know, like the mother would hang herself or kill herself off or something like that. So you're like, oh, shit, kind of thing. So the mother kind of gets, like, infected. In fact, we were just watching Rick and Morty kind of like that. Where yeah, it was like, it was like uh, the vomit into the mouth yeah, thing. Yeah, vomit into the mouth thing. Uh, unity <laughs> kind of thing. And then, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so, I mean, they did like a great, great job, um, just with everything pacing and stuff like that. And it even ends with that craziness of just like, Ed has to do an exorcist on, uh, Bastille cause like Bathsheba, yeah. um, but yeah, so, and that part was really like fucking intense too and things like that. So, um, but yeah, so, um, I don't know. What do you want to give it, uh, rating wise, uh, want to um, do this one? I think. Uh, music boxes. Okay, so out of five out of five haunted music boxes, what do you give a Conjuring one? Oh wait, we oh no, we found we okay. So it's it's um 
it no hold on stop stop right there stop stop it's uh yeah that's our rating system but before we give you our rating system we will give you the rating systems of imdb and of well actually i wanted to bring up one other thing that they talk about that they bring up in the first movie and then they finally explain in the second movie okay so the part where um lorraine is helping ed with an exorcism right and the guy grabs her uh, who is possessed and Lorraine just stares at him for a couple seconds and then she just starts screaming and panicking and like runs out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I think like he grabs her and like pulls her close and like whispers something into her ear and as soon as he gets done, it, like she fucking... He like whispers something to her, like stares at her, does something weird and then she's just like staring at him and then she just panics yeah, just and panics like runs out. And runs out. So yeah, I forgot about that. That does tie into the second movie which we'll talk about coming up next. Um, but first, before we do that, Okay, so uh, so IMDb gave it a seven seven point five out of ten. Okay. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an eighty six. Oh. Out of a hundred and eighty two people liked it. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty good. Um, so uh, okay, so we came up with five out of five. Um, music boxes. haunted music boxes. So Anna, what do you give? Um, I the first Conjuring. You know, I would give it about three out of five. Three out of five? Yeah, maybe three. Actually, maybe three and a half out of five, just because it was one of the first um, horror movies that I watched that, like, really, really creeped me out. Well, besides The Descent. But that was a different kind of horror movie. Like, this is one of the first, like, paranormal movies that I... It really creeped me out, but I really enjoyed it at the same time. And I was able to, like, actually do research into it and, like, I... I, I'm so retarded, but that's just, like, my favorite part about, it. like, all the, like, the based on a true story stuff is being able to figure out, like, okay, what parts are real, what parts are fake, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. What about you? Um, uh, so you gave it, what, three out of five? Three and a half out of five. Uh, three and a half out of five. Okay, I'm gonna go with four okay. out of five. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie, and I liked it a lot more than I, like, I thought I was gonna enjoy it, but I really, like, dug it. And it's very rare that I've liked a horror movie. Like, I, I already know what's going to happen, but I want to go back and watch them again kind of thing. You know what I just realized? There's another movie that we need to find. It's called A Haunting in Connecticut. And oh, yeah. that one's based on a true story as well. Yeah, actually, I saw the... Um, there was a show that did reenactments. Yeah, I saw that show too. Uh, I think it was like American Hauntings. Uh, yeah, and might yeah, have been something yeah. like that. And I remember seeing that, and then when I literally saw the trailer for it, I'm like... I'm like in my head. I'm like I've seen this before. Like yeah. I'm like where have I? And then I, yeah, but I haven't seen the movie. But I remember watching. That's so watching funny because yeah, I watched that same thing too. Yeah, I and believe it was I called. Made, like, uh, yeah, I believe it was called American Hauntings. Yeah, and, and it was then, a show like, the, like on Sci-Fi or something like that. But yeah. And the name of the episode was A Haunting in Connecticut. And, yeah. And that's how I made the connection. I was like, oh, I remember watching this. The like the show for this. And yeah. That's why I watched the movie. And the movie wasn't as good, but it was still really good. Yeah. So. So, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, good stuff. So you would say four out of five. Yeah, I would say, uh, four out of five, uh, Haunted Music Boxes. I really enjoy it. I really dug it. I thought it was fun. Um, like I said, I, it is, these are movies that I would probably go and purchase mm -hmm. and own a copy and every once in a while just be like, yeah, I want to fucking throw this shit in again. You know, it's, yeah. it's just fun because, but I will say this as much, as much as I love the first one, I think I enjoyed the second one a lot more. Really? Which is very surprisingly. But without further ado, we'll jump into The Conjuring 2. So, again, Warrens are back. Now, this takes place like a couple years after that incident. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, Lorraine talks about, oh, yeah, it actually starts off, I believe, with the uh, the exorcism thing that was happening. 
Does it start off with that, or does it start? Oh off... no, it starts no, off. It with... it starts off with them in the Amityville house. In the Amityville house, that's right. Um, which was kind of cool and everything like that. And then she ran into a character in the basement of the Amityville house in her little vision thing, and it was so again spoilers, people. Yeah, this is all spo- oh, look. They're still listening, yeah. and they didn't get all the other spoilers. I mean, we literally just covered one movie, so yes, we're on number two. Well, so. I didn't know if people had watched the first movie but haven't watched the second one. And all right, if you haven't watched the second movie right now, five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. All right. So yes, Conjuring two, I really enjoyed. I thought it was it was fun. I was like, how could you top the first one? I enjoyed that so much. I mean, that was, you know what, prime example, Insidious, first one, loved it. Second one, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more just because that fucked up twist in it. Yeah. So I was like, what? So yeah, again, I think it's just certain things that I'm just like, holy shit. I still think I like Insidious more than these, though, oddly enough. That, I, and it's really hard for me because I can't tell you because I'm like, I'm sitting there going like, well, Contract had this, but then I'm like, oh, well, Insidious had a... Uh, I'm like, Insidious had, like, you know, that weird, creepy, like, demon guy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that guy was fucking creepy. And then it's well, like... Well, it had the demon, and then it had the guy, and yeah, then it had, you know, like... Yeah, We haven't done Insidious yet on the Orcast. I thought we did the first one, but not the second one. I don't know if we... I, wanna, I don't know. Well, anyway. we've watched all three. Anyway, yeah. so, back to The Conjuring. So, it has more effective ships going on. And then, of course, now all this stuff is happening in London. And this, like, the girl's getting, like... She's talking to somebody, like, late at night and stuff like that. I want to say it's called the Enfield House. Okay, the Enfield House. Uh, or en- Enfield Haunting. So, yeah, so that kind of stuff. Oh, this is what I love. So oh, Enfield Poltergeist, I'm sorry. Go okay, ahead. well, this is what I like about this one. So it starts off in England. You start getting a background of this woman. It's a single mother, again, all kids, you know, uh, the rundown house, blah, blah, blah. The father kept all the furniture. You know, you soon find out about, uh, you know, like, oh, everything was, you know, bought like everything that was in the house when the prior person died is all their stuff and they just sold it with the house so you're like okay like right off the bat as soon as they say the warrants are like well okay there's something here uh kind of stuff but it's like um they start diving into things and yeah like weird stuff starts happening to the one uh, girl like she starts sleepwalking and she'd like end up in a chair and stuff like that and there's this one part where it's like um oh shit what was it it was like literally like the kid goes downstairs to get a glass of water goes upstairs and then all of a sudden like he has this like fort te- tent thing that he built at the end of the wall or some or at the end oh, of that thing. Oh yeah, the uh, and, hang on a second. Let me see if I can find the name of him again. Uh, oh, not him yet. Okay. Not Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking. Yeah, him he go, he like he just, wakes up. He wakes up, goes down for a glass of water, um goes back upstairs and then all of a sudden like you hear the like a fire truck. Yeah, like a little toy fire truck. And he, the kid's like, what? And he, like, looks over, doesn't see anything. He's like, okay. Here's it again or whatnot. But then he does, like, this thing where, like, he pushes the fire truck into the um, into the tent. And then it just, like, flies the fuck out kind of thing. Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember, does it get up? Because uh... then he starts saying, because all I know, he remembers saying, like, there's a man in the house or something like that. And then the mother flips out. Mother calls the cops. And the neighbors and everything like that. And then what I liked is the cops are there and the woman's explaining everything like there's a man here or something happened, you know, blah, 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 you know, all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, you just see a chair just, like, fly, like, across the room, like, on the ground. And even the cops were like, okay, we just saw this. Oh, and I forgot about that, too. So the part where um, 
this shows like the two little girls and they're like she was like trying to figure out like how to use the Ouija board and stuff. And after the girls go to bed, there's that weird part where she like sits up and start ta- starts talking in a weird voice to her sister. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, there was yeah. And that part really creeped me out. Yeah, that was kind of freaky too. Yeah, so like all this kind of crazy stuff was happening, but of course also with the Warrens, they're having like a like uh Lorraine uh it kind of goes back to what the person whispered in her ear in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh and Ed's like she hasn't talked about it. She all I know is like as soon as we got home from that thing, she went up to her room and like stayed in her room for like 3 or 4 days. Didn't eat, didn't nothing, just Locked herself away, and then she came back out. So he's like, I'm not going to ask so much of her with, you know, certain things. Um, and he was basically like, if she wants to tell me, she'll tell me. Otherwise, I'm not going to push her on it. Yeah, kind of thing. And I totally forgot. We have to mention this before it goes into the thing. So it's like she, when she went down to the basement in the beginning of the movie, uh, she saw a nun character. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, it goes back to the Warrens, and, like, he, she wakes up, and Ed's not there. He's out in the living room, and he's painting. He's like, yeah, I just got this vision, this dream or whatnot. Now, that's the thing. Okay, so everything else that's going on in the movie, I'm on board. Like, I've watched <laughs> I've watched the first movie. I watched the second. I am just started the second movie. I'm like, yeah, I'm digging this. this. is great. She walks around the corner, and it's literally like a perfect fucking image, like painting, like fucking oil paintings or some shit. Yeah. Of the the nun character that we saw in the beginning, we're like, oh shit! But I'm like, I literally had to pause the movie and go bullshit. And everyone's There's like, no and, way and he's I'm talented. like, I'm like, he's fucking gorgeous. The man who plays him in this movie, and then now he's like, oh, I'm a and master also, fucking painter. If like, you think about it, in the first movie, like he can work on cars too. Yeah, like he and he like can car- fucking paint. And like, it's, I'm, like, I'm like bull fucking shit. It's like <laughs> you were already born beautiful. Fuck you. So yeah. fuck you, Patrick Wilson. But, but beautiful uh, piece of shit. But but after like but that's the like everyone else would be like really. That's the thing that makes That's you angry. That's the thing that pulls you out of it. Like pulls you out of it. Yeah. I'm like bullshit. No way he's a great painter. Yeah. Uh, but just every- look at those gorgeous sideburns. There's no way <laughs> yeah. Patrick Wilson can. Everything else, paint. I'm on board. I'm like, yeah, fucking ghosts, <laughs> fucking crazy. But yeah, so back in England, like I said, like shit goes down in the house. Some other freaks out. Uh, calls the cops and like literally, it was not like this thing where like the cops show up. Well, we can't find anybody. Nothing crazy going on here. Woohoo! And then they leave, and then all the shit starts up again. And it's all like then the cops just think, oh, these people are making it up. Cops are literally in like the living room or like the kitchen, and they're like, "Well, we didn't find anything." I I don't know. And literally, a chair just slides across the floor to them. Yeah. And the two cops are just like, "All right, we're out." <laughs> well, not even they're out. They were like, "We fucking believe you, but we yeah, don't know like, how to we handle." We can't do this. anything about it because this is not our area of expertise. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, a couple of stuff I think passed, and they finally get the Warrens out to England and everything like that to check it out. It's because uh, there was other paranormal investigators that were involved in it, um, and then the Warrens ended up taking an interest in the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they head over there, and there's a couple of other people there. There's like a uh, oh yeah, that's right. There was a news reporter that went over there, and the, she changed her voice mm-hmm. uh, to like a sound like an old man kind of thing and things like that, which is actually kind of a great, uh, great scene in the movie where the Warrens finally get there. They're like, all right, let's talk to this, this spirit. So they have her sit in the chair um, because that's where this old man died. Bill uh, Wilkins, they find out his name. Yeah. Bill, Billy or William Wilkins. Uh, you find it was the older gentleman who lived in the uh, building before them. So right off the bat, uh, you're kind of thrown for a loop. You're like, an old fart like is just picking on this family kind yeah. of thing. It's like it just seems like very weird compared to like the last one. It's like it was a fucking witch, you know, ghost thing and everything like that. So you're just kind of like so right off the bat, you're kind of like, well, this guy's kind of a dick. Like what the fuck, yeah. dude? And oh, then, 
Uh, sorry, we forgot to cover before they leave. Whenever, like the scene in the um, the scene in the the study with the painting with Lorraine. Right. That I had a hard time watching that one. Um. Okay. Yeah. So let's... just because of like the jump scare thing. Well, we'll come back to that. Anyways. Well, yeah. I will. I'll, yeah, we'll touch upon that. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so they're talking to this 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 girl, and then they she's like, "Well, I won't. He won't talk to you unless you're all turned around." So they're like, "Okay." So they all turn around, and they have this great scene where it's like it it focuses on um. Ed pretty much and everything's kind of like in the background a little blurry or whatnot but you can literally see the little girl sitting in the chair and as soon as it's the old man talking you can kind of see it morph into like an elderly gentleman and also like around the elderly gentleman it gets darker so you can kind of see like whenever it's almost like the overshadowing thing where the, the old man is using the girl to talk. Yeah, so it's it's a very great scene, very well done, everything that. But then you soon find out, okay, there's this man, Bill Wilkinson, and they're trying to figure out, Bill it's like, Wilkinson. yeah, Bill Wilkinson. They're just trying to figure out, okay, like, why is he doing this? And also, a great pivot point is whenever Bill is talking to Ed, and he says, "Whenever you were young, your father called you Edward." Yeah, and he's just like using that as a hint, and Ed doesn't pick up on it. He's like, "My dad never called me Ed." And it just kind of like fades, or my dad never called me Edward. Everyone always calls me Ed. And it's like, yeah, pretty soon after that, then the old man leaves. But it's just kind of interesting. Like he uses that as like a pivot point to say, your father called you Edward and uses that as like, here's a hint. Come on. Like, I thought that was really interesting because I was thinking about, I was like, oh yeah, that's, I was, whenever I first heard it, I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to like pick up on. But um yeah so anyway so that happens but yeah like you were saying before they left so speaking of the fucking weird nun painting so lorraine has like a like kind of vision kind of thing like she kind of passes like you you don't know she falls asleep yeah she falls asleep on the couch but gets up starts walking over sees this nun character again uh walks into the study and then of course in the study is the fucking painting now whoever painted that fucking photo that picture great job on you but fucking hell every time they showed it like when shit's going down like they're doing this building great tension in this thing like lights go off you know things are thing but then they have focus in on the painting and it's like you're looking at it going like is it real is it not real is it you're real like, is it's it real? real wait no it's not yes it's not it, real. no it's, and then it, yes, and then no, it, it goes no, back no. to her goes back to the painting because you figure okay the the thing's gonna come out of the painting yeah like if i saw the trailers and stuff it's gonna come out of the painting but they do this thing where they they do it so much you're like oh my god and it's building 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 and then finally it does this turning point and you just see the shadow of the nun on the wall and then start walking to the painting. And now you're like, Oh fucking hell. Like we, what? Like I thought it was already th- no. And then it like lunges at her because she keeps asking it. What's his name? Uh, like what's your name? What's your name? So she wakes up frantically and literally just starts like stabbing into this Bible of hers. Like she's just going to town on it with these scissors and stuff. And her daughter's like, Hey, whoa, hold on. Stuff like this. You're like, okay, you're like this thing because right, got... she's doing her quiet time, and then she fell asleep, mm-hmm. and she fell asleep holding a pen, and so then she's like, yeah, she just started like just stabbing into like... this Bible and everything. That's so you're like, holy shit. Uh, then they go out to England, and they, you know, that thing happened with the old man when talking and stuff like that, and they start like figuring out, like they're trying to figure out what's going on, and then it kind of comes down to the fact where it's like the girl was faking it. Yeah, because they catch her on tape faking something. And, and they're like, what's going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. So then everyone kind of packs up to leave. Um, and then uh, they're like, they're pretty much on the bus or like the train or whatnot. The train, and yeah. then they start listening to tapes. Uh, there's two tapes. Like one of the guys is like, hey, listen to these tapes. They start listening to them. And then it's like, oh, shit, grab the. And then she realizes. 
That the girl wasn't lying. The girl wasn't lying, and she realizes to take away the the entity's power, the reason why she couldn't... Uh... But the interesting thing about that is the reason why the girl faked it is in the movie is that they said, well, she basically says, if I didn't fake it, something, then the entity was going to hurt everybody else. Yeah, and what's so crazy about that, so then you find out that the old man is actually like almost like a shield a blocker for the nun character actually this entity took over the old man and used him to kind of terrorize everybody and kind of also throw people off because like throughout the entire time lorraine's like i can't get a reading like, yeah I'm not, she's like i'm not feeling i'm anything. not feeling anything and it's just like this weird kind of like what the hell's going on and then they find out yeah the they find out that to take away the demon's power it's gonna you know you have to say its name the name takes away of the thing and like they're driving they're driving back and everything like that but of course throughout this whole thing lorraine finally tells ed why she flipped out she flipped out and she saw his death yeah and basically so of course it leads up to him almost dying at one point because he has to like he gets into the house the door closes behind him lorraine's trying to get in and then like he's going through the house and stuff like that so now uh while that's happening lorraine finally hits the like wait a minute you told me your name. I wrote it down. And I'm like, where the fuck did you have time for this woman? <laughs> and then, like, it's the Bible. It's yeah. what she was stabbing into the Bible, but she wasn't stabbing. She was just probably writing it really frantically hard and just ripping pages. But, yeah, she carved out his entire, like, you know, uh, spelling of the name and everything like that. But what I like about this, so there's a there's a there's a poem mentioned in the beginning in the early of the movie called the Crooked Man. Yes. Uh, I live in a crooked house. I have, the, and apparently that's actually um, cool thing. Two spinoff movies we're gonna get now is one is the Crooked Man and one is I believe is the Nun uh, story or whatnot uh, from the Conjuring Two movie. But okay, so they showed a little bit of the Crooked Man and stuff like that. So the reason why and I put, he is creepy as hell. He's creepy as hell. But the reason why I put him out now because this is another one of those John you know, James Wan kind of fucking yeah. like how he Moments, does shit. Yeah. So uh, Ed's going up the stairs. He's trying to get to the girl and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, like you see the train fly out from the, the Ford again. And he's like, okay. And of course, then you also see the crooked man, uh, light, uh, the, the little crooked man, um, like little light, uh, turntable, turntable kind of thing. It. Yeah. And he's like, he peeks in as soon as he peeks in, like you see it going and all of a sudden you just see this, the crooked man basically, which is literally like a hat, this creepy it's like ass a smile and a purple suit. Yeah, it's this purple really suit bizarre. and everything that. But what's so crazy about it is not. So you see that, so you're like, oh shit. He backs up and not even missing a beat, like letting it kind of like sink in for a little bit. It has him backing up like holy fucking shit, and then it pans back to the fort, and the thing just gets up. So you see how tall this thing is, and just jumps into the wall and like destroys like half the thing. And just start, and you're just like, what the. fuck? fuck is going because you don't see it coming yeah again like, you never see the shit coming and it's just like so fucking weird because like you ex i expected it to like come up and then like, come out of the thing and all, like, like weird, try to attack him or something like that but yeah. instead it did a completely like 180 from everything and then like it comes out from like this other area and he just shuts the door but you just see like the broom thing go into it um but yeah so of course they find out the demon's name uh they save the girl blah 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 everything is Good to go and stuff like that. I honestly, like, I was thinking, like, as much as I love these movies, I was like, I might want just a series where they just start taking, like, different cases and just, you know. Yeah, I want a series, too, now. I Even if it's on the freaking History Channel and it's just Lorraine Warren talking about, like, the little artifacts that she has, I, I want a freaking series. I want to know about the shit that she has in her museum. Um, but um, but uh, do you have anything else you want to add before we dive into our reviews and everything like that? Um... 
I do know that some of the activity um, in real life for the Enfield poltergeist was disproved. Um, but what the, uh, the daughter that was said that she or basically that they were saying that she was possessed. I know she said that she did fake a few things and the few times that she faked it, they actually caught her faking it. Mm. Um, but she said the rest of it was real. Mm. So it's one of those things where it may or may not be true. Um, and also the Warren's involvement in the actual, like in the, actual situation was a lot less than like than what it was in the movie but yeah yeah i kind of figured that but i mean i saw like i said like i still enjoy them oh yeah it was freaking great movie but uh well uh so i'm gonna say i guess uh five out of five uh crooked men music boxes i was gonna go with bibles Uh, either that or top hats my top hats because a crooked man wears a top hat did he have a top hat i thought he had a bowler oh was it a bowler yeah i thought it was a bowler oh Maybe it is bowler hat. All right, we'll say, well, whatever you want to do. I was just I gonna go with one. the. I was just gonna go with the haunted another haunted artifact because like, they took that back to their yeah. museum. So I was gonna say the crooked, the crooked man turntable. Uh, so, but before we give our reviews, we'll give you. Um, IMDb gave it a seven point four. So the last one got a seven point five. Seven point four. So honestly, that's really like didn't that's, drop much. Yeah, yeah, that's like pretty freaking good. And then like kind of like with uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like it was an eighty six for the first one. So this one was an eighty, and then eighty one oh. people liked it. So I mean, it's still like yeah. in the eighty. The audience 80. reviews just dropped by. by one percent so it's just weird because to me it's like you know usually you make a good first one and then the second one is like it's usually it's it's most of the time it's yeah i would say about 85 percent of the time it's crap but it's like but it's not like 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 if you said 86 i would assume the second one would have been like 70 something you know like a grade lower or something like that so i thought that was kind of interesting so anna tell us what you like tell us what you didn't like or what you thought was cool or any of that kind of stuff and then how many how many crooked men turntables you give it the nun was cool. The crooked man was really cool. Um, again, since they overplayed it, I was kind of like meh with how much involvement they actually had. Um, the nun freaked me the fuck out. Not gonna lie. Um, although honestly, I feel like the old man was a little bit creepier, just like for in the beginning at least. Huh. Um, but overall, like rating wise, yeah, I would. Three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah. All right, so it's just like one less lower than what you gave the point five lower. The yeah. first one. Um, I really enjoyed this one, and I don't know it's because I was really fucking centered when I watched it, but <laughs> I was like into it, and I'm like yelling at the screen like, "Don't do that, don't!" And I've never done that with like any movie. <laughs> oh hell no! I was like, "Fuck that! Get the shut the door! Just don't even engage! Just fuck that thing!" Yeah. You know? Don't get out of bed. Don't yeah, follow I was, the fire truck. No. Like, so it was yeah. like one of those kind of things. I really enjoyed Conjuring too, and I. Think think i liked it a lot more than i liked the first one oh, okay. which is very surprising for me but yeah i would probably give this five out of five Damn. uh and that's the, the i would think this is the first time i think i've ever given a movie five out of five right now uh ghostbusters oh that's different yeah that's true this is a first paranormal movie but yeah i really i really enjoyed the conjuring 2 i'm looking forward to watching uh annabelle later this year the uh the next the film one, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was fun. But uh, I figured we'll wrap all that stuff up, and then before we head out, uh, we're giving you guys a little bit of a lengthier episode this week. So I hope you guys enjoy. But of course, uh, before we go, uh, if you guys want to write in, it will read your emails on the the podcast. All you have to do is write us at uh, 
notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail. Because if you do write to us, then we read it on the podcast. And uh, before we do that... Yes. Oh, sorry. All right, so I'm going to leave it to Anna, because Anna can actually read. (laughs) All right, so this email message from a friend of the show says, Hola to you both, new listener, old co-worker, and I have enjoyed the the cast. You say you want stories, I have a story. Mine, I'm going to be the first one to try and debunk it, but here you go. This happened not quite a year ago. I woke up in the middle of the night, not odd for me, and rolled over. When I opened my eyes, there was a large six-foot-ish humanoid black shape at the foot of my bed. Scary as as all hell, I'll tell you especially as its arms were reaching towards me. I sat bolt upright and said, I don't give a shit who you are. You better take three giant steps back right now. And I will swear on a stack of Bibles, it did take three steps back. Okay, first of all, the writing on this is fucking amazing. (laughs) Um, once it complied, I leaned over to switch my bedside lamp on and grab the mag light I keep by my bed. When I looked back at it, it was gone. I didn't bother sleeping the rest of the night. It just felt not right. I'd have dismissed the whole thing as sleep paralysis, but let's face it, that's a lot of moving and talking for sleep paralysis. And I know it sounds oddly cool and logical for an intruder in the house. Yeah, I can't explain that, but that is exactly what happened. Working theory is alien, but nothing to back that up. On another note, I'd suggest an oddball New Zealand suspense slash horror slash semi-comedy flick on Netflix Housebound. Still not sure if I liked it, but I couldn't turn it off in the original Haunting 1966, I think. That is my go-to Halloween movie. Still freaks me out. Anyway, keep up the good work. Never give up. Never surrender. Well, thank you, Sam Wickwicky. Um... <laughs> That's what he said in Transformers. Uh, oh, was it? I thought that was uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, is it? What did they fucking say? His grandfather had a weird, stupid saying in Transformers. Should have just been Autobots transform because there shouldn't have been any fucking humans in those movies. Yeah, no kidding. Anyways. Anyways. But yeah, so we can read your stuff on the podcast. All you have to do, and all you have to do in the email, if you don't want us to mention your name or anything like that, just say, don't say my name. And actually, I am curious. So, do you think, or what? Do you oh think yeah, it yeah. Was? Oh, it was. Do you just... think it was sleep paralysis? Do you think it was just like a waking nightmare? Or uh, it was, uh, Mr. T. Damn, that is creepy. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Um. Anyways, I... I'll tell you after the podcast because I right. don't want to have to go through and edit this. No, you're um, fine. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like it's uh, the the well. See, I would have to start asking these questions yet. So the question I would first ask is. Uh, it happened at her place. How old is the residency? Oh, how long has she been living like, there? Well, not how long has she been there. Like, when was it built? When? Oh, what's okay. the history behind the place and stuff like that? If there's some kind of weird connection of something like that, you know, that. Right now, yeah, if I, I don't know any of that information, so I'd be leaning towards sleep paralysis uh, or less like a weird kind of like those dreams where like you th- it's like you're you're asleep and then you wake up but then you're still in the dream and then you wake up kind of thing yeah uh, so like maybe the second layer of a dream uh, but without knowing any more of the information like of what I could actually see or read or be like oh okay there's this this and this then mm-hmm. I could probably come up with a uh, an idea yourself um. I gotta say it sounds very similar to what I experienced um, in my old apartment. I think I told that story before with the shadow man standing in the doorway. Honestly, honestly, she's literally living in the old, like your old complex or whatnot. First of all, I feel very sorry for her. And second of all, um, then fucking hell, I must have some shit leaving behind. But 
Um, um, but yeah, no, no, you're fine. Like I said, like I'm, I'm leaning towards that because I don't know any more information. Yeah, I would say um, it's quite possible. It was, I think it was probably just that, like a waking nightmare. But unless, but like you said, like it, the same thing happened to you. So yeah. it's like I, you know, I could see why you'd be like, yeah, it probably did happen. And yeah, like with mine, I feel like it wouldn't have, like I would have probably just dismissed it and said it was just a dream if it hadn't happened like three times mm. or four times in a row. So the fact that it happened once, but also since she was so verbally aggressive towards it, it was probably like, all right, I don't really want to deal with it this was crap probably right like, now. I'm out. This shit, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, um, this shit, I'm out. All right, then. But yeah, I would have to say, like, and also if you have anybody in your family that is spiritually sensitive, that could possibly trigger something. Um, I wouldn't really lean towards aliens so much unless you saw, like, a bright light and you had missing time. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, I would say it was most likely either just, like, a wakey, like you were awake but not awake, or if you were fully awake, it was quite possibly something spiritual. So, well, spiritual slash spiritist. Because it could have just been a ghost and like, what the hell? I was just trying to say hi. Just wanted to watch you while you sleep and, you know, be creepy. Anyways. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to find something and I can't find it now. So I'm, like, I'm sorry. Trying to... Shadow people? No, it's um so we can close out the show. Oh. Um, so you keep talking then. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, so if you guys have any more stories like that, we very much appreciate it. Um, and uh, if you have social media, you can go on, like, our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash notanotherbhorrorcast. Um, our Twitter is at bhorrorcast. Our Instagram is just bhorrorcast. Um, once we get up to 75 likes, I think we said we would give something away. Uh, I don't even know anymore. Um, so tell your friends and tell your family, your adult family, because we really don't want kids listening to this show, because that would be bad. Um, well, not really bad. It's just kind of on you to monitor your kids, what your kids are listening to. So, um, yeah, other than that, I'm just kind of rambling and trying to fill the silence. So... But yeah, other than that, I got nothing. So. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, you guys know where to find us. Uh, you know, on the Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. And uh, don't forget to check out any other um, great shows on the Four Eye Radio Network. Um, and that's all I can think of. So. Uh, yeah, I personally listen to Life Is Shit, and I also listen to Socially Awkward, I and those are both really. Don't good. really have to fill any more time. So. But um, okay. Anyways. Um. Yeah. No, I found what I was looking for. So yeah. Until next time. Carpe noctum. Oh, fucking drop. Never mind. Take two. And there we go. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.